Hey, everypony, before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that our special, special guest's audio cut off a little bit before the end of the episode. So what's going to happen is you'll hear us get through what we have of the audio, then you're going to hear a little bit of interstitial music, and then Diana and I will finish the episode. But we just want to say thank you so much, and we'll say it again at the end, to Whitney Nelson for being our very, very special guest today. All right, let's get into the episode. Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the podcast from two married adults who love this show in spite of their children. My Little Pony, Season 4, Episode 19, For Whom the Sweetie Belle Toils. After Rarity steals the spotlight from Sweetie Belle, she deliberately sabotages a costume for one of Rarity's most elite clients. Hey, every pony. Hi! We have a very special guest with us today. <laughs> it is one of the magnificent Nelson sisters, yes. Whitney, Whitney, from Historical Hotties. Yes, Yay! that's me! Yay! Okay, Whitney, are you the... Elder or younger sister? I am the elder. Okay. I, I am the rarity. You're the rarity. Okay. <laughs> Do y'all have any other siblings? Uh, we have a half-sister who's 10. She just turned 10 this month. Okay. So you're the eldest in your family. Yes. Okay. So you understand the sister thing. I'm an I'm the eldest sister. I do have an older brother. So I, I've been the annoying younger sister, but I am typically the annoying older sister. I was very, very very shy as a kid so i actually feel like the feeling outshone sort of vibes was actually me towards my younger sister because she was she was what she would like just run up to people on the street and be like what's your deal and just engage in a whole conversation with them and then be like i guess we should be friends now and they were like okay and then she made all the friends for both of us and i just sort of glommed onto them that works but yeah as far as like Feeling like someone's always taking like center stage. That was definitely my sister, not me, even though I'm the oldest. <laughs> Interesting. And I'm an only child, so it's all about me. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Whitney. First thing we need to know is, what is your connection to My Little Pony? This is my first ever experience with My Little Pony. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> I didn't okay. even have My Little Ponies as a kid. Like, I played with other people's My Little Ponies, but I didn't even have any My Little Pony dolls. So this is literally, like, my first experience personally with My Little Pony. Wow. Okay. And just up front, how was it? Uh, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I was pleasantly surprised. Yay. And, <laughs> and you may or may not know this, but I hate Rarity. She's uh, my I do least know favorite that. pony. I do know that. Uh, I... Didn't want to listen to too many shows because I didn't want to sort of, you know, spoil My Little Pony for my first experience. But I did listen to a couple of episodes, so I heard the whole rarity situation. Her score is a five right now. That's where we're at. So that's where we're starting with this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious where it goes with this episode. We'll we'll get to it. (laughs) It, You know, rarity-centric episodes tend to do well for her. Yes. Her last episode this season, she was neutral because she was bad, but she learned. But because she was bad, she didn't she didn't net anything positive. <laughs> that sounds like rarity. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, so we, we did handpick this one a little bit because you don't have to have any real background with the whole main six group in order to understand what's happening. I was actually surprised at how little they were in it. 
they they do that from time to time. We do get episodes where it's all six, and those ones you definitely need to have a little background on what their dynamics are. And then we have other ones where we just did an episode where they had all six to start with, and then they sent them away because there were just too many for the story. <laughs> and you could see it happening in the show. And it was actually genius because we've had episodes where they really just needed to have three of them instead of all six. Yeah, They can do a really good job of balancing out. And then plus we get not so much the main six, but then we get the siblings, mm-hmm. which are the little ones. The cutie mark crusaders. The, the cutie mark crusaders, which is the name for Sweetie Belle, Apple Bloom, and Scootaloo. Gotcha. All right. So let's start our episode. We start off in the carousel boutique, which is where Rarity makes her lovely clothing. Rarity's working away. I have to leave for dress rehearsal soon, Rarity. Is it finished yet? Uh, not quite. I still feel it needs a certain je ne sais quoi. It was, like, made for you this episode. Yeah, I know. I laughed out loud when she said je ne sais quoi. <laughs> in, in the second line of the show, we've already got a historical hotties reference here. Yep, yep. I thought it was hilarious. Perhaps it needs appliques. Appliques? And Sweetie Belle runs to get some. Or sequins. Sequins? Runs to go get some and crash. Glitter everywhere. Yeah, it's a glitter bomb. Uh, Sweetie Belle, I adore having you help me. Truly, I do. But... Guess I got a little carried away. I just... It's just that I know how important it is for you to finish this wardrobe in time for Sapphire Shores and her backup dancers. This is, without a doubt, my most prestigious order ever. After all, Sapphire Shores is the pony of pop, and her Equestria Y tour launches in Canterlot next week, which means she must have these outfits by the day after tomorrow at the latest. Thank you, Rarity, for being our exposition pony this episode. <laughs> but is there time? Barely. But I work well under pressure. L- laughable. Mm-hmm. Rarity's not great under pressure most of the time. <laughs> no. She gets very frazzled very oh. quickly. Although she follows that up with, hmm, as long as I stay calm, I'll be fine. Oh, good. Then maybe you would check the stitching and finish the buttons on the dresses I made for me in Apple Bloom and Scootaloo. I really want them to look perfect, and I think I need your expertise. That's some good kissing up. <laughs> some good kiss sister kissing up. Mm-hmm. My, you've been so much help to me. How could I possibly say no? When do you need them? Tomorrow night for the opening of our show. Dead-eye stare from Rarity. And all of the things that Rarity has been animating with her unicorn magic just fall to the ground. (laughs) This is the worst (laughs) news ever. But Sweetie Belle, darling, I'm behind as it is. I understand. Sad puppy dog eyes. Mm. Sad puppy dog eyes. I suppose if I got a few more ponies to help me, then maybe... Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're my best sister ever. The dresses are right over there. And uh, this is not up to rarity standards. These are hot scarecrow mess dresses. (laughs) Scarecrow is a very good word to describe the dresses. Like, I know in theater, I've made some stuff that if you got up close to it, it looked like some crap. Mm -hmm. But not scary. Yeah. Not scary. None of these, the arm looked like it was maybe coming out of the back. Instead of the side, it was a yeah, it was I, a mess. It was a real mess. Yeah, Sweetie Belle was not joking when she said she needed Rarity's expertise. I mean, so, to be fair, it is hard to sew four armholes into a dress. Uh, yes, they're, they're twice as hard. Leg holes, leg holes, hoof holes. They don't have shoulders. Mm-hmm. Well, do they? Do horses have shoulders? These are all very important questions. I we're need to, I need to learn more about horse anatomy. I was I was just about to say I don't know enough about horse anatomy to answer these questions. We get our theme song, My Little Pony, My Little Pony. Ah. Uh, 
And then we get Miss Cheerily, the stage mom. Yes, we come back and we're at the town theater. So by the way, Miss Cheerily is their, is their like elementary school teacher. Okay. Got this like nice little elementary thing going on, but she goes full stage mom at this point. My goodness, <laughs> no. girls, it's time. And the audience is almost fully seated. Costumes. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> I can't believe Rarity still isn't here with the costumes. She's been very busy, lady. But how can she still not be here? She's known about this for weeks. Uh, she has known about this for weeks, right? And Sweetie Bells clearly did not ask Rarity weeks ago. I kept meaning to ask her. I really did. But I worked so hard on this play. I wrote it especially for the three of us. I directed it. I'm in it. I made the costumes. It's just that this is really my time to shine doing something completely myself, and I really wanted to keep it that way. Uh, yeah. So now Sweetie Belle is our exposition pony. She's trying to make it very clear she does not want Rarity to be the show of any of this. Which, um, I understand that feeling with an older sibling. Yeah, that's fun. Whitney, have you, has your sister ever, th- do you know of your sister ever thinking that of you? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it's been weird because we have that dynamic of her being more outgoing and more vivacious that I've had that with her, but also because I am still the oldest, she has that with me too. So we both have it for each other, but we are both very familiar with that feeling, yes, of of being outshone. I have an older brother, and he was just good at everything I wanted to be good at, and he was definitely the more outgoing personable person yeah but i didn't have i don't as far as i know i didn't have any qualities that he envied in me <laughs> so it definitely <laughs> went the one way and in terms of my sisters i'm eight and ten years older than them so uh, i don't know yeah. if they ever were envious of me i'm sure they were at some point i think they had the dynamic for sure because they're only about two years apart yay sibling dynamics i was jealous <laughs> of the voices in my head i talked to <laughs> Heyo! So Rarity shows up last minute. She's got the costumes. She, uh, oh, I beg your pardon for cutting it so close, but I made some improvements to your original design and I had a terrible time with these froofy sleeves. It is for the first play you ever wrote, after all, so I made quite certain it came out just so. And then cheerily, places! Hello! Okay, <laughs> these costumes Rarity made are gorgeous. She went above and beyond, and she, she did it. It was very important for her to do this for her sister. Yes. At the same time, while she's working on the most important job she's had in mm-hmm. ages at her shop. Yeah. So then we get to see the first part of this play. Which is not good. They're all in, like, <laughs> pony renaissance garb. And they walk out, and Sweetie Belle starts with, Forsooth and anon, I come as forthwith and post haste. The glad tidings, m'ladies. <laughs> I'm really glad that's the only bit that we saw. Uh-huh. I don't know if I could have taken a whole, like, ten minute section of this episode just to hear this horrible play. That could have very easily gone on way too long. That was all we needed, and we do- totally got the point. So, I'm with you on that one. But everyone in the audience is clapping, like, uh, ooing and aahing and really, really likes stuff about the play the cutie mark crusaders go backstage and they're all excited about oh we got a standing ovation you know what part do you think it was the best of and okay it's time to go to our after party (laughs) sweetie bell takes a deep breath here we are the stars of the show all with sunglasses they all have sunglasses on them 
you may tell us how much you loved it now. <laughs> I love that the Cutie Mark Crusader's confidence is on full display this episode. Mm-hmm. They are in it. They are, they are just, they, they believe in themselves. They're convinced that their Cutie Marks are going to come through after this show. Because mm-hmm. that's literally all they do. They're just trying to get their Cutie Marks. Wow, you guys, I think your sisters would have loved it. And then we see uh, the crowd of additional rando ponies, which we are not naming this episode. They're all starting to get a little nervous. Oh, <laughs> rumble, rumble. Would have. And Spike. Oh, they're sorry, but they had to help Rarity get Sapphire Shore's wardrobe ready to take to Canterlot in the morning. Even Rainbow Dash? Yeah, Rarity fell way behind. Oh. So Apple Bloom and Scootaloo are sad that their sister and adopted sister, sort of, yeah, are very disappointed. Yeah. Aw, cheer up. The show was great. I'll get you some punch. At least every pony else who was able to stay loved it. And the ponies are chattering. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Nobody wants to say it. <laughs> what did y'all like best? The writing, the directing, or the acting? Oh, my. I... I loved the dresses. I like some of those lines you said. <laughs> this oh, sounds really? like this sounds like every kid theater show I've ever done, where some people are just like, "Yeah, that that was nice." You it guys sure me, worked hard. It reminds me of that episode of Friends where everyone sees Joey's show and they have to tell him, and they all fight over what they're allowed to talk about. Uh huh. Like. Like, the lighting was really good. The costume was great. And Phoebe just decides that she's going to press her breasts on him. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't want to talk about how bad it is. Yep. That's I thought, of that. Whole I thought of that episode, too. Basically, everybody says that they loved the dresses. And Sweetie Belle is not having it. Isn't there any pony here who remembers anything about the play besides the dresses? The entire room starts to go, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. And Sweetie Belle storms off. Yeah, I would be pissed if I were her, too. I would be, yeah. I would be sad. I would be devastated. I would be so upset if the only thing someone focused on was not only something I had nothing to do with, but also the thing by the person who I'm not a fan of. Yeah. <laughs> like all things, Rarity. <sighs> Rarity did nothing wrong. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt, especially for this episode. <laughs> Rarity did nothing wrong. You're going to have to get that from when we go to Harmony Con, aren't you? Probably. <laughs> uh... <laughs> this is what we fight about. We fight about Rarity. Rarity the unicorn. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess that's okay if we're not fighting about way deeper things. <laughs> yeah. If this is the worst thing we fight about, I, th- I think we're okay. There definitely are way worse things to be fighting about. For Fair. sure. Fair. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> Is it good? Is it really good? Anyway, cut back to Rarity Shop. And we've got the main six there helping her out. All of this is one headpiece? Indeed. This marvelous extravagance is the creme de la creme of the entire wardrobe. But alas, without this key hidden stitch, it's just a... I'm trying to think of a nicer way to say big bummer. Now, perhaps we can all at last take a moment to relax. And Rarity is stitching. And on the headdress, she has stitched in uh, an eye emblem. That's kind of important to know for right now because it's going to come back later. It's fitting with this sort of Egyptian-ish type theme she's going for. Yeah. And Sweetie Belle comes in and she is grumping, stomp, 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 stomp into the shop. 
Whatever is the matter, Sweetie Belle? Didn't the play go all right? Not even close. Oh, dear. Was something amiss with the dresses I made you? No, they were perfect, and that was the whole problem. Huh? Oh, um, I think maybe I'll go take that moment to relax now. Once again, Fluttershy knows exactly what to do, and none of the other ponies get it. <laughs> Fluttershy isn't here for conflict. <laughs> nope. Well, never. Never. <laughs> sure, sure do you feel like relaxing R right behind you. And the main six friends exit. <laughs> And that is all we see of them this episode. Yeah, I think we see them for yeah. another minute later. Yeah, probably, but you know. But again, they balanced it well. They were there for the one moment we needed them, and then they leave. So, so Sweetie Belle goes to her room to throw a fit. How could you? Oh, what amazing dresses. Oh, I love the dresses. Oh, dresses, dresses, dresses. Oh, so they did like them. You had me worried, you silly filly. There, I knew it. You did this on purpose. Stealing the spotlight like you always do. It's my fifth birthday party all over again. Wow. Wow. She's, someone's been holding in some some anger. <laughs> She's been uh -huh. keeping a list. This has all been stewing for a long time. Oh, man. I have yeah. to feel like, what, she's like 10 or something now? It's weird, because the timeline suggests different things, but... 10 is probably fair. Yeah. If we think of the main six of being more like in the 16 age range... 10... Or college age range. They're not college age. Not here in season four. I don't know. No. Also, they're ponies, so who cares? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the, the what now? Don't act like you don't remember, or are you trying to prove that you're a better actress than me, too? By the way, I can totally understand why Rarity would not remember any of this. Oh, sure. Yeah. She has no reason to. Uh, Sweetie Belle, if I did anything to upset you, then... Admit it, you made those dresses too good on purpose. I thought they were supposed to be good. Yes, good, not draw-dropping amazing. I only tried to do what I thought you wanted. Ha! Okay, so now she goes to her room and, and is throwing a fit by herself. And it's <sighs> kind of the greatest thing ever. It's amazing. Totally this is my favorite part of the episode is when the door is closed and she's freaking out in her room. I've totally done this. <laughs> I 100% have done this. I have heard our daughter do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is also hilarious to listen to. Uh, I don't believe it. After everything I put up with all this week... Sweetie Belle, get me some red ribbon. No, that's not red. That's cherry. No, that's not red. That's cinnamon. For Pete's sake, it's all red. <laughs> and Rarity is looking at opalescence. Now, the one thing about opalescence that you might need to know is that opalescence is the worst cat ever. Like, okay. evil. So when opalescence is worried, that's a big problem. <laughs> gotcha. Like, Opal is looking at Rarity going, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. We gotta worry about this. I should probably go talk to her, hmm? At least Sapphire Shores won't be all like, ooh, who fetched that red ribbon? Because I don't care about anything else you made. All I care about is that amazing red ribbon. Perhaps waiting would be best. <laughs> that was, that was good. Rarity, like, okay, all right. She's angry. I should step away. This, this is not gonna go well if I try to confront this. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. give her some space. That's being a good big sister. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just nice. This does make me wonder. They're, they do have parents, but their parents are like constantly traveling. Is that why Sweetie Belle's with them all the time? Because Sweetie Belle does not live with Rarity. Yeah. She's got parents who are from clearly from a Minnesota up north style place. Which they, is like the greatest thing ever when we see your parents and they're 
corn-fed Midwest <laughs> people, and Rarity's just got this accent that she does. Yeah, her her mother's name is Cookie Cutters, and her father is Hondo Flakes, and he has footballs on his f- flank. So, uh, yeah, they're definitely an opposite type of family there. Mm-hmm. Sweetie Belle's trying to sleep, and she can't. She's going back and forth. She starts punching her pillow. Uh, uh, uh. Now I can't even sleep. Happy now, big sis? <laughs> she gets up, and I wish there was a way I could take back all that work I did. And she walks in, and Rarity is snoring and sleeping with some nice pink fluffy bow eye mask on mm-hmm. even better and sweetie bell sees the headdress that has been uh, tucked away and she opens up the box and we can see that she's taking out the special stitching and then she goes back to bed <laughs> does a little sinister giggle mm-hmm. who no evil evil but she, she wakes up and she sees out the window there's something going on there's camera clicking there's ponies chattering and she looks out and there's a stage there and po- and sweetie bill's like now what and the winner of the best writer director actor in an awesome play put on by a pony and her awesome best friends goes to sweetie bell yeah. la, 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 la. everybody's excited sweetie bell goes to accept this award and all of a sudden, there's this rainstorm, and all the ponies start running. Her award starts to melt, and then there's just giant cloud that Rarity forms out of, and is evil, laughing, and sends lightning bolts at Sweetie Belle. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. I had no, I had, I, in, there was no way that I could have anticipated anything like this going down in this episode, and I was very, very surprised by it. It got real, real weird, real fast. Oh yeah. Oh, they're willing it. to go there. Love it. And then out of the fog and the craziness, enough! And the cloud rarity whimpers and runs away. Princess Luna, is that really you? Or am I dreaming? What do you think? Let me see. Um, you just rescued me from a maniacal laughing rarity cloud. Yeah, probably dreaming. <laughs> <sighs> State the obvious. <laughs> I understand what you're going through, Sweetie Belle. I too have a sister who often shines more brightly than me. Nice pun. <laughs> and with this... I have struggled. And, you know, Luna starts trying to leave. Wait, come back, Luna. Can you hear me? Thank you for what you did. Help, Luna. And Sweetie Belle is falling down a bunch of stairs. And then she smacks into a wall and she looks out and she sees a bunch of little fillies with rarity. I remember this. This is my fifth birthday. I decided to make a grand entrance and made myself all beautiful, just like my big sister. She's got makeup smeared all over her face, and then she just falls. I love it when these ponies fall on their face. It's the most adorable (laughs) thing ever. Especially because, like, horses are very graceful. Horses don't fall very often. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's five and in high heels. Yeah, shoes that are too big for her in a very long dress. And so we've we've been transported to a memory, clearly. Thank you, Princess Luna. I'm still amazed that in a 22-minute episode of television, they pulled a full Christmas carol in about, I don't know, seven minutes of it? Yeah, so I was wondering, like, I wanted to talk about that, and I wasn't sure where we were going to bring it up, but the whole story of the Christmas carol is like a third of the episode and mm-hmm. do they put other stories into stories like that often or is this an outlier they've done similar things and we've certainly gotten the callbacks and we've we we allude to other stories in that way yeah this season particularly is when they really pushed into connecting other bits from other seasons and this story arc for the season as a whole came around mm-hmm. 
This episode is a little bit of an outlier in that it doesn't push an overarching theme for the season, and it's specifically about one of the Phillies, one of the sisters, mm-hmm. uh, because they usually get a couple episodes a season when they've got 26. Also right about this time is when the bronies and the adult fandom really exploded. Gotcha. And so in a lot of ways, especially, you know, we, we've talked about it and we've seen it this season, the complexity gets ramped up. But the mm-hmm. really cool thing about it is it still works as a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like that's something that I have traditionally really, really liked. Like, Sesame Street and The Muppet Show are both really good examples of doing mm-hmm. the same thing, where there's jokes that adults get and jokes that kids get, and the storylines work on multiple levels. And I was not expecting that going into this, and I certainly mm-hmm. wasn't expecting, like, half of the episode to be a Christmas carol and to have mm-hmm. that fit into the overarching plot, but also clearly be the Christmas carol. It was really interesting. Yeah. Well, and I also really like this episode because we've seen so much from Applejack and Apple Bloom, and we know what their sister dynamic is, and those are two sisters who are very similar. But here we've got two sisters who kind of different. I mean, they both both like the performance, the performing arts and whatnot, but they are not buddy-buddy sisters. Yeah. No. So that's kind of nice to see. Totally. You know, it's, it's not all fun and games, and I think... Anybody who has siblings knows sometimes you love them and sometimes you hate them. Mm-hmm. And it changes sometimes in the same day. <laughs> yeah. So we cut into this memory party. Finally, I was perfect. And then I went downstairs to enter like the bell of the ball. When I finally came out of my room, I found that the party was going on without me. And all the fillies are around Rarity, and they're cheering, and they're excited. And I kept posing at the top of the stairs, waiting to be noticed, but all I heard was, These party favors are the coolest. Awesome, where'd you get these? I made them myself. And of course, you'll all want cake, won't you? You're the greatest, Rarity. Who needs a birthday girl when you've got the birthday girl's amazing big sister? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Sweetie Belle runs away, she's crying. That's when I learned never try to shine with my big sister around. But perhaps you didn't have the whole story. I thought you said you understood. Luna? Luna stomps and we spin around like crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're in the kitchen staring into the same room to watch the scene from a different point of view. Where's Sweetie Bale? Uh, I'm sure she'll be along in any moment. And this pony? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we have some we have some mean girl ponies, Diamond Tiara and Silver Spoon, who are the absolute worst. They're mean girl bitchy ponies. Mm-hmm. Phillies. They're they're little fillies. This one who is named in our transcript as Titania, she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. At five. Yeah. Oh, it's oh oh it starts. Jeez. Whitney, did you have a crop of mean girls? Uh no, I didn't I feel like I don't know. My sister and I were always hatching some sort of scheme or something. So we would just mm-hmm. kind of hung out with everybody because it was always like oh, okay. we were going to put on a play or we mm-hmm. taught everyone how to play poker and then hustled them out of all of their toys or whatever. So we. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so um, perhaps in someone else's story, you we might be the mean girls. Yeah, <laughs> we were not actively rude to anyone, but we did. Okay. We did. Um, there was like hijinks when we were around. So. Um, That's fair. I feel like I we definitely had to have known Mean Girls, but we were never like actively part of like a clique of Mean Girls or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was I had a vicious group of girls. They were all named Lindsay. 
Lindsay and Rachel. They oh, were no. all evil. Uh-huh. Don't don't tell Lindsay that. It's okay. <laughs> I I I've I've grown since that trauma, and I know that not all Lindsays are evil, and neither are all Rachels. <laughs> but my first reaction is to be suspicious. Yeah, fair. And I think that's, that's fair. fair. That's always fair. <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. I say we get out of here before we all keel over from boredom. Who's with me? And then, oh, the worst. Poor Sweetie Belle. Nobody's going to come to another one of her parties after this fiasco. And she starts rounding them all up to leave. Good God. This is so bad. Uh, Don't don't go. You'll miss out on the uh, party favors. I I was going to save them till the end, but these party favors are the coolest. Awesome. Where did you get these? And we see the scene all over again. Mm -hmm. Sweetie Belle runs away crying. Yeah. But Rarity gets another line in after they said, you know, who needs the birthday girl? No, 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 no. All of these things were Sweetie Belle's idea. I just assisted with the execution. I guess Rarity wasn't trying to steal the spotlight. She was just trying to save my party. Luna? Luna! And Luna is, you know, flying away back to her moon, but Sweetie Belle's running after her. They get into, like, the dreamland area. Then she falls into the sea, and dolphins come by. And, and then she's got ponikins floating the, through. Yeah, the mannequins from Rarity's shop. And then she wakes up. Should I hem the cloaks now or wait until I'm oh, no. there? I could hem them now, but I might have to redo them. When was this? But if I wait until I'm in Canterlot to hem them, Sapphire Shores might not get the best first impression. Wait, this must have happened earlier tonight. Oh, Sapphire Shores is such a big star and such a stickler for details. What if everything's not perfect enough? Funny, I thought I was the only one who got worried about stuff like that. Ding, ding, ding. What? They have more in common than I thought. Oh, my. Oh, buck up, Rarity. Stop this foolishness. You've done your best and left nothing to chance. All that's needed now is a good night's rest. I hope everything goes right for her tomorrow. Hmm, how curious you should say that. And we've gotten into film-negative ponies. Yep. Right before a door opens with a light shining through. Go. Go see what the future holds if you fail to rein in your worst instinct, as I once did. Rain. Rain in your instincts. There's so many puns. <laughs> I, love, mm-hmm. I love them. They're all the best. Luna, Luna being her usual intense self. She's very intense. She is. But... A thousand years of dark magic will do that to you. It's fair. It will. I know yeah. from experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. And here it is. The creme de la creme. No! Sweetie Belle's hooves are stuck to the ground. Mm-hmm. Now she's she's dreaming of what could happen. Yes. And, and this is her at the dance studio with Sapphire Shores. And so... Sweetie Belle pulls out the headdress, they put it on, and then it all falls apart. Mm-hmm. Looks like I made a mistake here. But but this is impossible. I, I, I checked and rechecked everything. This couldn't have happened. You sure about that, honey? Please, you must believe me. Listen to my sister. And then there's laughing. And they're spinning. And Rarity's sobbing. And <laughs> yeah, and like Sweetie Belle's gone down like an acid trip because at one point she's running on Rarity's hair and then she's running into her mouth. Uh-huh. And then the the future Rarity vision is kind of amazing. Always check and recheck. Who all wants to hear a funny story about my ex-costume designer? Make me a dress, Verity, please. Go away. You know I don't do that anymore. 
<laughs> wake me up, Princess Luna! Wake me up! Wake me up! And Rarity's like rocking back and forth with her her mane in a tizzy, which Rarity, if anything, always has her mane perfect. So uh-huh. this is bad. This uh-huh. is, when her hair is frazzled, we have gone to a dark place. Yes. And all of a sudden, light shines through the window. <gasps> Rarity! Oh no! The box is gone. I'm too late. She left for Canterlot. Cut to the Ponyville Express. The Friendship Express. Friendship Express. Jeez, I gotta remember that. Yep. And we've got the Cutie Mark Crusaders, Sweetie Belle, Scootaloo, and Apple Bloomer all on the train. The key is for you two to distract Rarity long enough for me to put the stitch back in without her noticing. If we're not too late already. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're going to see Sapphire Shores. I'm just a huge fan. I know all her songs. Get your pony on. Oh, that's one of my favorites. This isn't a trip to see Sapphire Shores. It's a trip to save my sister from a horrible future. Serves her right. How can you say that? Rarity doesn't deserve that at all. No, serves her right is another one of Sapphire Shores' songs. You seriously didn't know that? Don't you listen to her music? I prefer show tunes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they gave that to her. It's so good. Okay, now we go back to the dance studio for real. And we meet. Our Rando Ponies of the Week! <laughs> so we have Sapphire Shores, who we've met in pr- a couple seasons ago. But then we've got these four backup dancers, and there are two that have names. Even though they're not said in the show, we've got a unicorn with a large afro, and her name is Foxy Trot. With two X's. Yes. Yes. She is Foxy Trot. <laughs> She's very sassy. I love her. And then we have a blue pony mare with a kind of a magenta, like swoopy haircut. And her name is Blue Cutie. And as our guest of honor, Whitney, you get to yes. decide which one should be our official random of the Pony of the Week. If you haven't decided, you can wait till the end of the episode. I have already now. decided. I decided before I even knew that this was a thing. Uh, Foxy oh. Trot is the winner for sure. Yes! All right. She's we, that, we knew it was going to be Foxy Trot. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of no She's contest. incredible. The orange fro is quite it's amazing. So, I, yes. Okay. I do think her fro's a little too big because when I was trying to figure out who she was, I kept forgetting that she's a unicorn because her hair overpowers her unicorn horn. That's the only problem. But it makes sense. Here's the thing. I think they proportioned it correctly because everybody's mane is that length. And so okay. what they did was took a normal pony's mane but made it yeah. into yeah. afro length. Okay, that's that's a good point. Yeah. I rescind my problem with her hair. <laughs> I mean, I love the afro. It's amazing. There should be more. Also, I love that Foxy Trot is wearing leg warmers on her back legs. But, uh, but not the front ones. But not the front ones. Amazing. That always cracks me up. Sometimes there are ponies that are wearing shoes on different feet, <laughs> like on the front but not the back. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's all four. And I was like, how do you decide? None of these are mistakes. <laughs> like, I, just, just sit down with Lauren Faust and be like, okay, how did you come up with this? Yeah. I, I don't know. All right. Five, six, seven, eight, ba-bam. Ba-bam. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sapphire Shores uh-huh. is quite good. Okay, as a yes. as a historical fan and pop music devotee, mm-hmm. who does Sapphire Shores remind you of? Because we've had this discussion before. I was debating that the whole episode. As soon as I saw her, I was like, who mm-hmm. is she supposed to be? Because I think that there's very clear, like, Beyonce overtones to her. But I also feel like there's something that they're doing that's sort of, I don't know, maybe like Aretha-esque. Like, 
back in like Motown sort of area with like her accent and everything. There's something sort of Motowny about her. So it's it might be like I don't know, Gladys Knight or something like that. They definitely moderned her up a little bit, but there's something very throwback to like Motown R&B kind of stuff that I thought was very interesting. I couldn't place her. So I would love to hear what you guys have debated in the past. Didn't we say Beyonce was part of that? We said there was a little bit of Beyonce in there. Did we also say Gaga? Mm-hmm. I feel we, like that came I up. think we said Gaga, but also a little Christina Aguilera. Yes. Because of the... Okay. And, and when we previously episode, saw her, there was a lot of over-singing. Yeah, she did a lot of the over-vocalization, which Beyonce doesn't do. No. No. Beyonce knows when to vocalize. She's amazing. Yeah. She's Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. But we know that Gaga gets her own pony later in the series. That's true. So she can't officially be Gaga, but she's definitely an amalgam of some pop stars. Well, and that's part of it that's hard for me to say because she's not wearing a costume and she's not actually singing. Like, it's just them rehearsing and in, like, workout clothes. So it's hard to tell, like, any personality traits that you would get from her hair being done up or a costume she'd be wearing on stage or actually hearing her sing or anything. For me, it was just going off of, like, how they vocalized her dialogue and the sort of, like, heavy-lidded thing that they did with, like, her makeup and eyelashes. Um, That's really all I had to go off of. We'll have to keep investigating. We shall. I'm sure we'll meet her again. I don't know if we do, but I wouldn't be surprised if we do. I mean, wouldn't you have to if those two backup dancers have names? Doesn't that mean that they, like, come back later? No. A lot of the background ponies who aren't named in the show are named via merchandise or the fans. Gotcha. Okay. They take votes via Reddit and decide what some of the background ponies' names are going to be. Oh, that's which is nice. really amazing. And the I creators- love that. The creators usually acknowledge all of that as well. They they'll go, yeah, no, we 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 that's what we're gonna name them from yep. now on. I love it. I love if if fans make something canon and the creators are like, yeah, that's canon. I'm okay with that. Yep, that's awesome. There's a reason the Bronies became a big big deal because yeah. there's such good interaction. The the non toxic Brony culture because there's some bad there's some gross bad stuff Bronies. There. Some some, some mm-hmm. Bronies are not so cool. But the interaction with the fandom that they've created mostly because they. They suddenly realized we've got something going on here, and this is just a, supposed to be a kid show. Mm-hmm. It it's become a really cool thing where they they all interact, and you know they've they're able to set up full on conventions just for My Little Pony. One more time from the top. Let's not embarrass me in front of my favorite designer this time. And a one, two, three, four. Cut to outside. But you have to let us in. I'm Sapphire Shores' designer's sister. You have to believe us. We have a security guard with the most appropriate cutie mark ever. I loved this bodyguard. I loved that he had no mane, but he did have like a blue goatee. I loved the the like lock cutie mm-hmm. mark. Just everything about him was spot on perfect for a bodyguard. It's amazing. I love it when they do this. Kid, the only thing I have to do is make sure Sapphire Shorts doesn't get interrupted all day by fans like you. But I'm not a fan. I am. Me too. Not helping. <laughs> we come back to the dancers and the dan- uh, they're getting all sweaty because they're working hard. They are panting. Like all of them have <laughs> tongues out going. <sighs> this is very Beyonce. Because <laughs> those dancers work hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Janet? Maybe a little Janet Maybe Jackson. a little Janet. Yeah. Now that's how I like it. You rocked it, girls. Get some water and be back in 10. Rarity. Come on up here and show me what you brought me. Sapphire wants to see it and love it. 
and we cut outside and the girls are trying to climb up to a window that doesn't work very well but then they see a stream of like i guess they're pennant flags yeah banner whatever it's a stream of flags going from one building to another cut back inside okay then liking what i see so far so is this the whole shebang actually i saved the best for last and just then the cutie marks are ziplining down this pennant and <laughs> on apple bloom's tail yep and sweetie bell hits the bottom of the glass and it flips around well so she scootaloo goes and apple Blo- but scootaloo and apple bloom hit the window first and yeah. slide <laughs> off oh, okay and then it turns and sweetie, sweetie bell, bell flies in, in and yeah. hits the box where the headdress is mm-hmm so she comes running in. You got to see this with the cinnamon ribbon. You'll love it. And she takes the hat box and runs. Sweetie Belle, you know her? Uh, <laughs> just a moment. Cut to Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> So Sweetie Belle goes through a door, and she's, she sees Princess Luna. Oh, good, it's just a dream. Actually, no, this is very much for real. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it, Luna. What are you good for? Oh, Luna, I wish none of this ever happened. What am I going to do? And Luna brings forth the box. Mm-hmm. Let's begin with this. And she pulls out the needle and thread. And I think I know how you can even improve it. So then the door opens back up. And now Sweetie Belle is bringing the box back to Rarity. I would like to know what in the wide, wide realm of Equestria this stunt of yours is all about. And I want to know now. Do you have any idea how important this job is to me? Actually, I do. I was upset at you for stealing the spotlight from me at the play. So I pulled out the center stitch to the headpiece so it would all fall apart. What? But then I realized that I didn't want your future to be ruined forever and ever, so I came back to change it before it was too late. So here it is. It's all fixed. Please forgive me. And so Sweetie Belle shows her the fixed headdress, though something's different. She, instead of that eye pattern, we don't see exactly what it is. But there's something else But it's something drawn. different. What, what, what is this? Trust me. Sapphire Shores is going to love it. And all through this time, Rarity is about to just be like, what in the hell? Oh. She has every right to be furious with her. And then Sweetie Belle just comes in and explains it. And Mm -hmm. Rarity's just like, oh, honey. Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) We head back into the studios and we have Sapphire Shores talking down to Rarity a little bit. Rarity, this isn't going to work out. You don't get to my level of success without learning to read the signs. And this situation has bad luck written all over it. I promise you'll absolutely adore the headdress as soon as you see it. And so Rarity places the headdress on Sapphire Shores, and we see that the center is a dolphin, and then we saw those dolphins in Sweetie Belle's little hallucination dream. My, it is attractive, but... Look at the stitching real close. Well, I'll be. It's a dolphin. That's my lucky animal. They swim with me in my dreams. Wherever did you come up with the idea for a dolphin? Oh, it just came to me in a dream. And she looks over and she sees Luna. And Luna just winks at her. her. I'm sorry I got jealous about those dresses. I know now that you were only trying to help. Oh, sweetie, I forgive you. But I never did get to see your play. Any chance I could catch an encore performance? I 
don't think that play went all that good. To be honest, the costumes were the best part. Aww. And then they hug, and it's really sweet. It's and adorable. that's the end of our episode. I cannot deny it. Rarity wins a full point for this episode. Of course. So she goes from a five to a full six. It's awesome. She was just trying to protect her sister and do something nice. And, like, her sister didn't really interpret it that way. She didn't know the whole story. And I love that Rarity didn't tell her sister that that's what she did or why she did it. And so it's just it's sweet. And I, I just I adore it. It's a really good showcase of her generosity, mm-hmm. of that actual element yes. that she has. No, I agree. I, I, I won't argue that. Even though I still don't like Rarity, she I cannot deny she deserves a full point for this. No, and it it's nice to get to see her at her best, because when it is, it can be really cool. So, I'm so sad you guys didn't get to hear us talk about this with Whitney. Whitney was a wonderful guest. Unusual guest in that she had never watched My Little Pony before. Which we talked about initially. Yes, but she did say that she enjoyed this experience and she would look forward to watching more in the future. So, of course, we're going to have to have Whitney back. Because I love somebody who has no history with My Little Pony's opinion. I love hearing, like, okay, you just get this one little bit. This is how you feel about it. And, Lindsay, we're gunning for you, too. We're going to get both Nelsons on here. Yeah, we have to have both the Nelson sisters. They are amazing rock star podcasters. They have one one of the best concepts for a podcast in, in the world. I love it. They are. The Historical Hotties. Yep, at Historically Hot on Twitter. It's it's just the best amazing show ever. They take figures from history. Sometimes they have guests, sometimes they don't. And then they rate them on their hotness of mental attractiveness, mm-hmm. physical attractiveness, social impact, and je ne sais quoi. I love it. I love it. It's so ridiculous, but in the best way. There's spooky episodes this year. They did one on some creepy mad scientists mm-hmm. that... Hands down, one of the best podcast episodes of the year. Oh, the cryptozoologists. I, our friend Dan was their guest on that one. That was great. Yeah, the the mad scientists with Rocket Boy oh, Jack yes. Parsons. Woo! I love it. Yeah. See so if you want some goofs and learn some history at the same time, and also argue about people's attractiveness. You have to go check out the historical hotties. And if you love Whitney, her Twitter is kind of amazing. She's kind of amazing. At so Whitney. is Lindsay. Lindsay's also quite amazing. They're equally amazing. Yes. Yes. We're not. No. Tra- we're not. We're not. No sibling rivalry here. Well, kind of, but but whatever. We had to talk about that on the podcast. That's true. But at Whitney underscore Nelson mm-hmm. is where you can find her on Twitter. So Whitney, thank you so much. And we're sorry. We're sorry. It's a boo boo. We'll make sure it never happens again. Never again. All right. Until next time. Bye, Repony. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.